Welcome to the Black Men Think Podcast. If this is your first time here, know that the views and opinions expressed by the Black Men Think Podcast, are those of the Black Men Think Podcast and not the individual members. With that being said we're about to be unapologetically, undeniably black. Enjoy. That's real. Ooh. <laughs> That's really real. Yikes. <laughs> That's really real right there. <laughs> No, man. Yikes. It's it, it's it's one of those things that's so weird, man, because like as you grow, you learn different things. But but and, and this is only speaking for me personally, as you grow, you you end up battling with yourself because you learn that you got to unlearn a lot of the stuff that your mama and daddy taught you. Man. That they really didn't oh, they didn't man. know a lot. They just going off of what they your grandma and them right. taught them. And it's like, look, man, like yeah, I love the Lord. That's faith. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to know. I don't have to see them, but I, I know what that is, mm-hmm. right? But the flip side of that is like, I'm really going through something right now. Ain't nobody talking to me about what I'm going through. All yeah. you do is tell me, just pray on it. Yeah. Like, that ain't helping me, yeah. bro. Like, <laughs> Oh, no, even even before that, like, oh, when you God. when you walk in and you ask everybody how they doing, I mean, it's usually you get your typical church answer. I'm good. I'm blessed and highly favored. God is good. No, good this and that. Good. No, who? I, no, yeah. no, I'm sorry. Who in here is actually going through something? Because I am. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? No, I, right. I got diabetes. No, I'm going bankrupt. No, I'm about to lose my home. I can't pay my right. rent. I'm, I'm s- like, underemployed. Yeah. Like, yeah. Have y'all seen, you know what I mean? Um, my kids is crazy. Have y'all seen Pastor <laughs> you know? John Gray's church? Relentless Church. Have y'all seen him on Instagram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, some people have their opinions on it, but yeah, his, his model that he's merch. been trying, he's been trying to like, they've been like doing like blessing a blessing testimonial segment where they like uh, select certain people who are like, yo, yo, hey, so and so, sister, so and so is getting her rent paid. Uh, you're getting your medical bill paid. It's like a, I mean, it's a little, a little bit public, showy a little bit, but it it's like they're trying to, they're, they're trying to change the narrative of like, hey. We're actually giving, we're paying people's bills. We're, you know, <laughs> it's interesting. So, yeah, yeah. The church. Yo, it's, it's a, it's a thin line, bro. It's a thin yo. line, bro. Man, I'm going to hold my comment back. I'm going to hold my comment back. No, I, I feel, I, I feel no, it, man. No, I mean, I, 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 no, no, no. I like, I like that. No, go ahead, Tori. I would say, you know, as much as I, I want to applaud the churches, well, some of the churches for, the progressiveness that they have uh, put forth, we're still lacking a lot, you know. Uh, <laughs> just these selective sermons uh, that they want to preach about, and I agree. Yes, yes. And other versus really preaching the word, you know. I, I feel you. Uh, I feel, yeah. I, 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 yeah. A lot of times, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there. It's the pastors that's doing the most dirt, you know. Oh, oh my God. God. You know, oh, yeah. just like children tori they know it they, i mean we feel it you feel in on you th- you feel that dis- disingenuous and that inauthentic uh, inauthentic vibe and i think that's the part that kind of for me personally is what's laughable oftentimes is you come in and you can just feel that energy immediately yeah. 
And I, agree. I know back in the day, agree, you yeah. know, some of it, some of it, my people, my people want to say like, oh, it's dead in that church, you know, yeah. and that kind of specifically states some of what we're speaking to. But honestly, man, you you can just kind of feel a lot of that energy when you go into some of these churches that it's about. There's a, there's another agenda. There's something else there. Um, there's something that kind of if that were to be removed, you could feel that there would be more vitality there. Mm-hmm. And for me. I just think that this is where I've been personally turned off from the church. And once again, I'm not on this podcast saying I'm I'm not anti-church or any of that type of stuff like that. What I am saying is I just believe. All right. So, like, we don't got to go too deep this down this road. But, like, when you even talk about, like, the fact that one day in our faith, like, Christ is going to come back. Right. Mm. And he's going to really, truly recreate the church. Right. That's that's actually by his word mm. that he said that. I mean, that kind of tells you alone right there where we're at. <laughs> like, if he if he has to come back and, like, recreate something to make it pure and whole and to, like, make it holy the way that it's supposed to be, you know, I'm not trying to say that I'm out here on that Christ level where I know what it is. I'm saying, like, that kind of tells you that there are some, there's, there's some things that often. I mean, and once again, like, well, let me. I'll go there right now, and this is going to be super hot button. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, I just, I wanted to pose a question because, I mean, obviously— it's very easy to identify what's wrong with the church, right? But I'm very curious to hear, okay. like, we're, we're a conglomerate of, of men of faith, you know, each one of us, some of us have gone to the same church together, um, but, you know, currently we know, like, at the end of the day, we know what's wrong with the church. Mm-hmm. So what is it that, A, you're looking for as a, as a person who has faith, what are you looking for in a church? And then, B, what do you feel like a person that does not have faith is looking for in a church? Because I think this is a conversation that people really need to Ooh, hear. I'll raise my hand. Go ahead. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, I'll raise my hand immediately on that one. I'll raise my hand. And, I, and this is something that I'll say, you know, Chris and I, when we moved here to Washington, D.C., we were just kind of in between. As you know, we left the church in Atlanta that we were mentioning earlier. And we got here and we were just kind of like, well, we don't know, you know what church we're going to be a part of and go to these different types of congregations. You know, it's kind of the same feel, right? You know, black, black churches are a culture, so you kind of get it everywhere. We started going to this one church that would not categorically fit in the traditional black church category because it was not a black church. It was an old, uh, mostly white Episcopalian church. Mm-hmm. And so for folks who don't really know the, d- the difference between kind of Southern Baptist and Episcopal, it's almost night and day. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we actually love and were attracted to by the, the church specifically was the actual community. Like the church was a community church. And what that specifically meant was at the end of every November, they opened the actual church, the actual um, sanctuary to the homeless. They put out cots and housed homeless people for the whole winter, beginning of the winter through the holiday season, fed them, clothed them, and partnered with the local homeless ministry mm-hmm. in the community that they were in. I mean, that right there just spoke so much to my soul yeah. as it relates to truly how the church is supposed to be a light to the community. Um, that particular church, again, also hosts these um, mm, uh, like quarterly jazz, jazz, you know, on the lawn, right? So truly inviting the community, right? You can bring your own bottle of wine, sit on the lawn, and listen to actual jazz music, right? Yes, it's not gospel, but jazz is just jazz. It's, it's just music, music yeah, right? Yeah. It's just melodic music with instrument and like no singing, just actual instruments on the thing. And so what it gave was people a sense of community, and it brought people in, and it to that other point that you were asking, that other question, 
we, we there were very specifically some people who uh, had mentioned at some point in time just from us engaging with people that like you know we don't go to church or like we're not Christian or anything like that but we just love the energy at this place we love how you can just roll up you know there's no obligation for anything there's this idea of you know people are welcome you know there's these fun activities that go on and I think that that right there that's truly what people are looking for and i think all of the other thing about like you know faith and deepening and establishing a relationship uh with christ or any of those types of things i believe all that can come because that's his job anyway you know what i mean i think you got to have that 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 like almost like rich soil if you think about it in that like analogy with plants or 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 life Mm. you know what i mean you got to have that rich soil for people for things to be kind of grown and cultivated and I think that's happens, uh, you know, that's what happens a lot of times in black churches, right? Yeah. It's dead. It's it's dead soil. Like, there's nothing that can grow there. So, therefore, that's exactly what you feel and see when you go there. And I'm not trying to make a blanket statement about all black churches. No, no, I'm just you. saying, like, that's been a lot of my a lot of my perspective and experiences, um, you know, not not too long, uh, you know, for the last number of years. Yo, hey, speak to no, this. I'll, I'll, I'll that. For me, for me, you know, let me jump in. Okay, right. so ahead, I, I think for me, it's, it's, it's more about the the spirituality. So when I go into a church, you know, I think off of the side and all of this stuff, is, and it's more about that spiritual feeling. So it's not like I just have, oh, this is this specific church I'm looking for. It's not like I Chris there earlier. It's about that 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 genuine feeling of authenticity. It's about having that, that communal experience or connection uh, with the church. And so with me, when I'm visiting churches, you know, because the same thing with Christmas, when I moved from uh, from Atlanta to D.C., you know, I was looking for a church, and then when I came back from D.C. back to Atlanta, I had to do it all over. So it, it's really about being that spiritual connection I can gain. You know, I can't, I can't rely on men. I can't rely on the pastor and things of that nature. I rely on God moving me, mm-hmm. to say, you know, to, to, to where I should be. I try not to just go into it, oh, because I heard about this pastor or oh, this is yeah. 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 pastor. That's where I want to go. It's just more about that that interaction, that connection that I get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I totally concur, Tori. I feel like I feel like you know you go on you can go on you know. Uh, you go on Google and you see all like Google reviews on churches like you shopping for a gym <laughs> and, and I and so I I, I mean that's, that's just the times we in I don't think all of that is negative I think I mean that can be, that can be a tool that's helpful I just try to like first check you know what am I what am I seeking and why am I seeking it so it's like me for me it's like let me try to first be in alignment with what God is leading me to and honestly just conceding that there's not going to be a church that's going to fit a hundred percent of everything I endorse, oh, or yeah, right, right. it's, it's just kind of part yeah, of yeah. it. That, that's you have to. But what's important for me first and foremost is like sound teaching, good doctrine, and I know that that's specific to whatever your worldview is anyway, and that's mm-hmm. very cross denominational. So like we can we can just surrender that. But for me, it's like all right, sound doctrine, doctrine, uh, good teaching, and then um, obviously you know I think with the black church. Some some of some some of what we're lacking is like, you know, for progression. And I'm a fan of progression for sure. Like, I want to be able to wear my hat in church. Of course, I do, right? But I also want the pastor to have a sound doctrine to speak to things that I believe are biblical in a way that's not like too, um, like you're too scared to offend people. 
because sometimes mm-hmm. the truth is just offensive even outside of the gospel that's just reality you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. sometimes hard tr- so and i feel like sound teaching and then community engagement which chris mentioned is so key because if the teaching is really sound the community engagement will happen naturally anyway because the teaching should reflect people being in the community and that's something i i, I yearn for my dad always used to make this comment at our church he used to be like if i if our church closed our doors today the community wouldn't even wouldn't even miss us you know what i'm saying and i'm mm-hmm. like dang if there's real if, if the soil is good the fruit gonna bear you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. you're gonna see it so i feel like that's important for me but at the same time i try not to i try and i'm trying not to be too like 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 Tori said, like shopping and selecting, because I feel like that can pit me in a space where like, oh, I'm just gravitating here because the worship good. Oh, I like they um, I like they outreach program. I like they men's ministry. I like this, and it's like cool. But where am I being led to versus what am I searching for? You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. JD, what you what you got, bro? Well, I mean, I'm I'm hearing what everybody's saying, man, and I can say for me personally, I'm I'm kind of like where Chris is at, um, just trying to really figure it out like the last church I went to while I didn't want to admit it initially I real came to realize that it did a lot of damage to me okay and not not on a faith side it, it did more damage because I was heavily involved my, me and my wife both we were heavily involved at the church mm-hmm. uh, we were doing a lot of things and truth be told this pastor really helped with the development of me being a young like going from a teenager to a young man yeah, yeah. Um, and, and with my walk and you know, having to process all of those things, it took me a while. Just like every everywhere that we would go and visit, just felt like, what are you about to get into now? It, it I mean, I was looking and it was just like, mm. man, like when when is this gonna happen? Mm. Like I'm all, I'm going in there wait like with the mindset of like, you got scarred. I'm scarred. Like I'm yeah. waiting to hear the 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 um the apology sermon. Mm. Like that's that's the whole mindset. Just waiting on the apology <laughs> sermon, and you know, I, I came to realize that. And it got to the point where I, I really, I didn't want to go to church. I still had my relationship with God. I was reading my Bible, reading different word and, and praying, but I didn't want to go into a church. Mm-hmm. And the the thing was, I wasn't having this conversation with my wife. I was just kind of like just shutting down on the whole thing. And she just asked me one day, she was like, yo, so you like, you don't want to go to church. And, and a lot of things were happening. Like she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. So, you know, at the time, we, the we was no. It was it, you know it was we weren't going to church then. Yeah, yeah. Then she started working on the weekend, so it was like, well, she's not going to church because she's at work, and I'm not thinking about. It. So it it got to a point where I was just kind of like, just comfortable with not going to church. Absolutely, you know what I, I mean. And yeah. in the midst of that, and visiting a couple of places, I, I started going to a church. And even when I first got there, I was just like, man, I don't know. Like this is this looks very similar to. You know what I mean? Like, like perfect setup. Like everything. Like, yeah, oh yeah. man, like, you know, beautiful black people, the song, the, the music sounds good. The, the, the even the, you know, like the pastor talking, like he, you know, and, and everything. I was like, man, this is starting to feel like real familiar. And mm-hmm. I'm like, but then I got to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go. Yeah. And when I said I'm just gonna go and I'm not gonna try to get involved with ministry, like I'm not gonna try to do anything. I'm just gonna be a one of those, like what the pastor you say, like lone standing attenders. That's what I'm gonna be right now. Like I'm not trying to get heavily involved in, in any church. I'm just going and, and just like being fed the word. And, and truthfully, I, I mean, I don't know if that's gonna be the church for me. I'm enjoying the time there, but yeah. I'm just like, man, bro, everything's starting to look like a production mm. and wow. not like, 
like 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 people trying to live life together. Yeah, it, it just yeah. look it looks like you know you start looking at things, and, and, and honestly, it's where I was like, man, I started to appreciate the church that I grew up in because mm. growing up then it was like you know it was smaller church. Everybody knew everybody, families, families, all of that. But I mean, they had they mess too, and they still oh, got their mess too. But it was just different. Like to this day, I can walk, to, I can go home to my old church, and the pastor know my name. Yeah, yeah. Like <clears throat> and he know he he shake he know everybody's name. Yeah. And I wasn't heavily involved in you know what I'm saying and stuff like that. But still, it was a sense of it, it felt more genuine. Now it it feels I, I hate to say it, it feels like sh- the come up. Mm-hmm. You know, Dang. and and I know that that's not everybody. Yeah. But I would be lying to you if I said it didn't feel like that's always on my mind, no matter what church I'm going to. Now I'm looking like, well, who trying to come up with this? Who trying to come up with that? Because like infidelity, things, all of that nature. At the end of the day, we all men, yeah. women. Those things happen. They're gonna happen. That that I'm not. Yeah. I'm not that's saying the that. World. I mean, yeah, we're humans. That that's gonna happen because right. even if that person's not a pastor. It's people cheating every day, like yeah, on the right. that that kind of thing happens. But when it comes to a, a financial thing where it's like the church is doing bad, but you just bought a new car, th- those things don't compute to me. Like no, there's no way you can make that. I don't care what kind of business you're in. For me, even as a business person, as an entrepreneur, I'm not gonna go and make a large purchase if I ain't making no money. Yeah, like that's what I, I mean. Church is a business. It yeah. is what it is. It is. Yeah. But if the business, if the church is doing bad financially. There's no room for big purchases, yeah. nowhere. And I'm not saying, you know, to me, I look at it like this. If a church make $10 million, I ain't mad at the pastor making a million dollars. If the yeah. church made $10 million, that that I mean, it's a business. If the church make $100 million, I can't be mad at a preacher taking home $5 million. Like, I can't be mad at that yeah. because it, you know, it's, it's still a business. But when you start seeing things where it feels like everything is a money grab, mm. We can't see the books, mm-hmm. but the church doing bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> hold on, this don't make sense. Like, what? What do you mean the church doing bad? Like, yeah, it's 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 tough, bro. It's yeah. just it, it's a tough situation. Yeah, for me, it's um, it's interesting, man. Like this conversation is like you guys have some amazing points, and um, I I feel like you know all of them are extremely valid and extremely needed to be heard in our black communities, especially considering a lot of the things that we've just in general experienced in our own churches and i'm not just talking about black churches i'm just talking about churches oh, yeah, in sure. general yeah, yeah. but for me man like i want a church that let me figure out how to say this best a church that looks like heaven but not just looks like it but embodies the culture mm-hmm. of heaven if and, and let me if i can like dive into that for a minute so what what we're seeing a lot of these days are, are like churches that are that are in this mad dash to become multicultural and it's cool it's noble and that's you know that's straight um, I don't want to just see it represented. Like, I want to feel it. I want to know that it's not just enough to look out in your audience and see, like, you know, a few Latino folks here, some African-Americans, white people here who are probably still about 65% of the church, mm-hmm. and y'all still singing, like, you know, CHH or uh, music or Christian, you know, the fish, basically. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what, what I want to see is, like, a church that embodies culture. And so I might see my white brothers and sisters literally taking time to learn and experience Asian culture, black culture, mm. Mexican culture, Guatemalan culture, you know, Jamaican culture, Spanish, I mean, all of the above and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm seeing a church that's taking time because 
Like that's not an overnight process. And, I, no, and I've seen no, a lot of that churches that's trying to kind of like snap their fingers and hire the black guy. You know, I went to a church in Atlanta um, who, you know, claimed to be like for the city. And I'm not going to throw nobody's name under the bus. But, you know, what I'm saying more or less I started meeting with a few folks there. And then I started looking at like where they pocket their, their family groups and their small <laughs> groups. And um and they didn't look like they were for the city. They looked like they were for like some of the suburbs. Fl- some of the suburbs. <laughs> even though they were in the city yeah, and yeah. you know what I'm saying, and they said that they were here to serve the city. Well, the city looks black and I ain't really see that many mm. people, you know. And I'm just saying, like, I really mm. want to see a church that almost functions as a community center, man. Like a church that puts mm. the people who have the most need in the city first. Like what does it look like for a church Man, to to function as a place that is a job hub and does job fairs or does after school program for kids or does senior citizen programming for Man, underserved families better, better or, or does, you know what I'm saying, like like resume building workshops or does, you know, brings in corporations and brings in companies, you know, to sit down or let's just be, let's keep it real funky and keep it real practical. Like some of my white affluent churches out there that got a lot of money, that got a lot of powerful people there. Like, where's the white church that's going to give some of our black folks in the community the tools to success that we don't have? (laughs) You know, so and I'm just keeping it real with you. Like, if you really want to say, like, would Jesus be about this? Then how about pass on some of those keys that are keeping y'all comfortable and keeping my people uncomfortable? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the church that I want to see. The church that puts the lowest person first. And the church that lives as a community, really, I mean, I mean, the Acts Church is cliche, but bruh, they like they pretty much had it figured out because the people who had made sure that the people that didn't have ended up in the same place that they did, and that's yeah. basically what I'm looking for. It's it's just amazing to me, like, and you hear this all the time, but <clears throat> what eleven o'clock on Sunday is the most segregated yeah. <laughs> time? <laughs> like, yeah, facts. <laughs> I mean, first of all, just the idea that. You know, like, I mean, if we're keeping it real and keeping it funky and we won't get too deep in the doctrine, but like if there's, if there's one God, one Lord, one Holy Spirit, but a million different denominations, like somebody ain't listening and it ain't God. It, I think it's us. It's it's crazy, bro. Like you, I, I can't speak for other places, but in Atlanta, <laughs> I can drive down any, drive down any main street in yeah. it. You can drive down MLK. Yeah. Right. You're going to run into probably five churches before you get. Yeah. Three miles. Yeah, you know nice. what I'm saying? Like that doesn't make I can go down old Fabron, bro, like yeah, or yeah. Fabron Road. Yeah. And I've counted six churches. Yeah. Why? <laughs> like that doesn't make sense. There are six churches on this one street. <laughs> right. Like why? Yeah. Why why are we doing this, bro? Like all those six churches can just come together and just like it, it doesn't make sense. And I and, and to this day I still don't understand that why there are so many churches. Like yeah. But that's why I look like a hustle. That and that's why it looks like a hustle it's because there are up. so many. Like today, we be like, bro, let's just start the church. You know what I'm saying? It could probably low key come up. You can come up, but it's just like, man, like, oh, it's it's weird, bro. It's weird. It's it's a dynamic that that I feel that it's gonna take a long time. It's gonna take a lifetime. It's gonna take an act of God. Bro. Yeah, it's gonna take an act of God to us to to get our our business together yeah. because the same people that have churches, we've all seen it, right? I've seen people literally leave church, drive out of the parking lot, be at a stop sign. A homeless person is asking for like got a sign up and they won't even look their way. Like, how do we just leave church? Right. And you go, you're not even a mile. You're not even 100 yards from the church. Better question. Why wasn't the homeless person comfortable enough to go in church? To go in church. And there's that. Yes, sir. That's 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 the real question. And there's that. 
That's the real That's question. That's what I'm talking about, man. I mean, the church is supposed to be where, I mean, you know, it's like kind of the idea of even just in government. Give me your sick, you're tired, and you're poor, you know? And 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 in any and every no any and everyone should I say, um, and I feel like that's the part was really really lacking and has been for a long time, um, and I think to the point that you made also the segregated aspect of how churches are at least particularly in America, um, I think it speaks to just kind of some old ways. Once again, it's a culture. People identify with the churches that they go to. People um, naturally flock to the types of people they feel comfortable around. Um, and I think that that's where some work needs to be done because, I mean, even if you reflect on where we are right now in society, we're just really divided. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. We're just very, very, very divided. Um, and, and 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 I'm saying that just from a very objective standpoint. Like, I feel that there are those who kind of play on that, and I feel like there are those who benefit mm-hmm. from it. Um, but honestly, you know, I think when we're talking about church, this should just be one of these places that are kind of um, – you know, we shouldn't we shouldn't have those experiences there. So for me, that's what's that's kind of what's turned me off for a long time. Yeah, man, it's I don't know, it's a challenge, bro. And and I think it's great that we're having these conversations because I know this is not something that um, people talk about. Honestly, like growing up, talking about church was almost we were taught that it was like blasphemous. You know what I mean? Like not to have, we couldn't have these conversations. Like, no, the Lord said this, the Lord said yeah, that. Yeah. And I'm like, did the Lord say that or did you say that? Right. You know what I mean? But as kids, you can't challenge it because yeah, that's what the Lord said. You know, we like, we, we had this conversation saying that we all grew up in church. Most of us was in church at least two to three days out of the week. Facts. That's just what it was. Like you had to go. <laughs> that's just what it was. And that's what it was. Others meeting but Sunday school out of those two to three days that we were in church, was there any, any explanation of why we really was in church? No. Nope. Or was it just like, Oh, you supposed to do this. <laughs> yep. That's all it was. You just supposed to do it. <laughs> you supposed right. to be supposed to be at church. It's Wednesday. You supposed to go to church. It's Saturday morning. You supposed to be there. Yeah. And, and it's like, man, but we, we doing but, so much damage by but not what's crazy though. Go ahead, Chris. No, but you know, what's actually crazy though. Still though, is actually, the kind of juxtaposition of this and how there's been such a large kind of group of young people who have kind of moved away from the church, the church still wields a lot of influence. Mm-hmm. So sure. at the same time, you know, if you say how you went to that church and there's only 30 folks there and probably out of the 30, 20 of them are older adults, you know what I mean? If there's something that goes down and the pastor is the one that takes this position on it one way or the other, then sure enough, the 20 individuals are likely going to kind of follow and listen mm-hmm. and go with what that person says. <laughs> and I think that we've seen this play out in some really, I would say, negative ways, but at the very least tricky yeah. ways, even in our politics. Um, just really, you know, we're we'll, we'll, we going to spend plenty of podcasts talking about politics, so no reason to really dive into that now. But I feel like that's also a part of it. So you write down MLK and you see six churches on MLK. Why? Because... There's someone that controls their little fiefdom. Mm-hmm. There's someone who wants to feel a little bit of self-importance. There's someone who basically, for whatever reason, like, oh, you know, I know I can preach the word better than <laughs> anybody else. Or there's something that I have to say. And it's kind of like, really? I don't yeah, know. I just, that's I, I, I feel, me, I feel like, I feel like, yeah, I mean, I feel like the, the fragmented church is just a reflection of the fragmented society. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you would hope, optimistically, you would hope that it'd be different, but it's just... 
we are a diverse people. We're a fallen world. Yeah. There's many different sex divisions and you know perspectives. So be, the church is no, it's not immune it's from that same way of, of thinking. It's representation. Yeah. So, but but yeah. I will say there is some positive. Yeah. I, I feel like me personally, if I can put a positive spin on it and kind of transition, I feel like there's like a. I think with pop culture and faith, there's like a there's like a resurgence that's kind of happening, specifically in hip hop. That's interesting where people are. It's like people are being more comfortable about their faith, mm-hmm. and of course the the world. You know, the idea of religion was kind of taboo for a second, and um, it was kind of like um, you know you it's compartmentalized. But I feel like even with people like Chance, people like Kanye, regardless of what you feel about them or feel about them, the idea of good virtues, faith, being explicitly about uh, Jesus in a pop culture setting is a super fresh, like, conversation. It is, though. And I feel like, that's, I, I feel like it's opportunity. Now, with, with, with that, it's always going to be critics, and that's fine. But um, I feel like it just, it, I feel like Luke and Jude growing up, right, they, they may have an opportunity to hear, like, um, hip-hop that's pointing to Jesus on the radio mm-hmm. on a regular. You know what I'm saying? I feel like those things are good. I think those things can happen. And I feel like, you know, as much as there's, you know, regression, all that stuff, there's still progression there's progress being made, you know. Yeah, shout out to your kids too, Ace, man. Luke and Jew, not not from the Bible. We're talking about his real kids. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, for real, like, I, I really feel like, you know, there's, there's, a, there's an opportunity for the church, which kind of already, like, you know, J.D. was talking about how many churches is on one street. Like, the church already kind of is the centerpiece of a community, but, like, just because there's a building there. And mm-hmm. I think there's an opportunity for them to become the centerpiece of the community, but, like, the church. Not, like, all the churches, but, like, the church, the collection of people who supposedly believe in the same thing, who have the same principles, the same values, and are and have their eyes open enough to a see themselves and see how flawed and fallen of a people they are so there's a little compassion for everybody else who may not have yet had the opportunity to get introduced to a faith that can guide them in the right direction if that makes sense you know what i'm saying like at the end of the day the goal would be for the church to become the centerpiece of the community so that it can shine the light and be um exactly what it's supposed to be for everybody you know an example and not just a, a place of division. And I mean, I think that's kind of what we're all trying to say today. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. No no, no Kanye hot takes, Man. Chris? Chris, no no Kanye hot takes, you good? I know, right? You straight? <laughs> Man, look. I'm going to say that I'm, for another one? <laughs> Yo, you got my blood, look, right, my blood pressure rise every time I hear that man's voice <laughs> or that name. I mean, <laughs> you already know what it is, man. Like, Kanye was my favorite rap artist. I mean, and historically speaking, that still is true, yeah. right? Uh, you know, uh, Andre 3K, Kanye, Nas, and, you know, spattering of here and there's. But... Kanye, man, come on, man. You know, it's it's 2020, <laughs> so I'm trying to remain positive, at least from my perspective. But no, look, I'm not going to hate on this man. Jesus right? is born, brother. My Jesus is king. I think Jesus that, is I, king, bro. I, I just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he went... He just went so far... <sighs> metaphorically to the right. Like, I mean, and I don't mean this in a, in a, in a political way. I'm just saying, like, bro, you, 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 you sound crazy, in my yeah. opinion. Right? You, the way... The way so, I'm about to make. I don't believe I've heard anyone make this. All argument. right, let me hear. I don't let believe hear. I've heard anyone. You know, y'all know. You, you all know. I love. You know, all know. Uh, you all know. I love fashion. Right, that's always been a thing. If you ever actually listen to interviews where Kanye talks about fashion, and, he, and you hear him talk about 
kind of like his artistry specific to, you know, beat making, production, and like the melodic aspect of music and kind of like all of that, mm -hmm. right? And then you take fashion and he talks about the fashion and design and the fabrics and all these things. You hear someone that's actually, you know, logical. They are non, they, they are sens sensible. They have thought these things through and he sounds coherent. Mm -hmm. The Kanye you hear now legitimately sounds like a crazy person because he jumps all over the place. He, I don't know if you've actually watched some of the more recent interviews. Mm -hmm. He's not looking at anyone in the eyes. He's he's truly like, you know, that big boy interview, which was one I thought was very telling, where you can tell you just, at least in my perspective, he just was a little off. In my, I'm, I'm not going to go in right yeah. now. He's um, off the, he's you know, off the meds, man. You. you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, he's see, off the that's, meds. That's what I was going to say, I mean, bro. Shout, like, look, look, shout out to him, man, because he, you know, he, affect, he, he impacted and affected an entire generation. So I will, I will always be grateful yeah. for that and never take that away for that, from that man. And I think we have to put respect on his name of the yeah. past. But I just think, you know, just like everything, everything has an expiration date. And I just feel like that's where he's at See, at this I, point, I was, in my opinion. And, and I'm not talking about... Go ahead, Tor. I'm going to come back just a tad bit, just a tad bit, because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we're we're all believers, right? So God can use anything and anybody for any purpose at any time for any season, right? Sure. So I, I, I want to... I think we can still applaud him for the past, recognize his mistakes, to also see that there is something working in him better for the future. You know, because right, you, right. you're different at all times in life, right? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> well, right, maybe, maybe. You know, but, yeah, what's the deal? What's the It's not for us to determine that. Yeah. You know, no, no, of course. I mean, we, we're not talking about a judgment thing. Yeah, I'm just talking about, like, my secular perspectives on yeah. Kanye and, like, who he is. I'm not, I'm, trust me. I want to be very, very clear on here. I'm not, this is not, I'm not, I'm not going to question this man's faith. I'm not going to even question his approach, right? Because I think that that's a delicate balance and a delicate conversation when one is grappling with their faith and when one is grappling with kind of existentialism, the idea of existing and being, that's a, I mean, that's a really, really tough thing. And we, I think we're seeing that, but yeah, it's in the public separating that, right? That that also leads mm -hmm. to mental illness right. in the black right. community that's always been taboo to talk sure. about. You know, so that's that's, that's one of those other things where people are like, oh, that's that's family business secrets. We need to keep that. No, if you're going to help you to talk about it with somebody, go sit on somebody's couch. I go sit on somebody's couch at least once a track a month, just for my mental. Oh, of course. course. You know, right. yeah, but that, that that couch ain't social media. That couch ain't Big Boy's radio show. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I feel like I feel like this, Chris. Kanye, obviously, he's a complex individual, right? We can all agree on that. For me, yeah. if some if someone's having a visible or, per, or perceived transformational experience with and they're professing Jesus Christ on a major world-class stage, naming their album, quote, Jesus is King, even if you don't like the music, you have to reference that exact statement which points to the truth of what he believes in. I, I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm cool with it. That's great. No, 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 no. See, once again, like, that's why I want to be specific. This is not about the Jesus is King. This is not any of that. Because, I, I mean, yo, you rock with Lecrae. I rock with Lecrae. I mean, like, it's none of that piece. What I'm saying is, is, like, it's the brand at this point i think in which he represents because 
look, I'm not going to go there because I think like from, yeah. from, from for a very specific reason for this podcast and we want this to be the most successful. So please y'all tune in, keep listening to us. <laughs> Black men think this is amazing. But who 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 he is let, let's say who he is relationally uh inter interacting with on a on a on a very regular basis. Notice all the dancing that I just did mm, there. Right. I just don't know, man. I, like at the end of the day, if I'm telling myself, "All right, so if I am I'm going to do this is an extreme if I am a drug addict and all of my friends are drug addicts and I'm trying to kick that habit and I'm going to rehab, I'm probably going to keep doing drugs. Or, right? It's like you have to... Let me throw something back at you, though. Mm-hmm. Or you become the first one to speak up and say, why the heck are we doing this? And you end up changing the whole environment. You know what I'm saying? And there's that... There's No, nah, that's that God That's that God complex. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hear me. But hear me. Ooh. And I'm just, I'm just throwing this back for the sake of the argument. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, of course. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. we, I think it's, we're, we're in a culture now where it's very easy. And I'm, and I'm saying this, Chris, as somebody who has set an exact seat that you sat in and felt exactly how you felt specifically about Kanye. And honestly, <laughs> like my whole perspective has shifted because I honestly had to look in the mirror one day and just say, bruh, it could be me. Like it literally could be me. And would I not want the same opportunity to switch it up the way that Kanye appears to be switching it up? We obviously don't know this man intimately. We don't know his life day in, day out. But at the end of the day, his public representation has completely shifted. And I, as somebody who in my own way has been in the same dirt and depths that I can perceive that he's been in, can only applaud what looks like to be some light being shined in his life and now he's trying to shine light to everybody he can. You know what I'm saying? And and all I can say is like that's to me that's at the core of why yeah. people don't even go to church these and days. Like, I, I, and, like and to, to to me to, to me yeah. even to, to bring it back full circle what you're saying, Mo. Mm-hmm. This goes back. I don't really rock with the cancel culture. And this is me being somebody who I feel like I'm trying to you know live my life in faith. I don't. I feel like yo. I just don't rock with the oh you you we done with you now. Yeah. I just with any I'm talking about anybody. Even if I don't have if I have not cancel dis- culture for me, it's the two it's a it's the tune out culture for me. It's not about the cancel. I I don't have the authority or the power or the right to cancel but I think, anyone. I think, I I think mean, they wanted just- I think they wanted I think the idea of like if someone says something and this even goes to like the way they did Liam Neeson for having a <laughs> conversation he what he said about black people like thirty years ago. I'm like, yo, forgiveness? Maybe? Yeah, you know, like, like, like he had a chance to to shift. You know, yeah, like I, I just don't. Yeah, I, mean, I, 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 but I, I just don't want to cancel. Just like we talk about it all the times, fellas. I feel like to, for these conversations, they have to be handled with care. So specific to Liam Neeson, I know we can wrap this thing up, man. But like specific to him, you're literally sitting down talking about a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what your thoughts are on the movie and things of that nature, and you think you can casually bring up. <laughs> actual racism and how you were going to commit like a heinous racist act while you're sitting down talking about a Hollywood film, bro, that is the worst time to do something like that. You know, like if you're, (laughs) yeah, he did bad timing. He didn't, he didn't know he, that's what sensibility. It was a sensibility (laughs) thing. Like I just got to understand that ain't the time. Nah, at all. Yeah, that, that's all. That's all. I mean, once again, there's a lot of complexity to this conversation. We're going to continue these yeah. often and particularly like around some of these same figures that we mentioned. I just think that 
I'm personally someone that's really big on conversations being handled the in an appropriate manner. And obviously, look, everyone's not on that level and everyone can't communicate and articulate themselves the same way. But when we're talking about, like you said, a global figure such as a Kanye, a, a, a quote unquote global figure, an actor such as Liam Neeson and things like that. Heck, heck, they got a whole PR team, publicists. They have all types of people that have coached them and sit them down. And they've been in way more meetings than we ever would be in to talk about, like, this is what you should say. This is what you shouldn't say. This is how you should do that. This is how you should walk. This is all these types of things. Almost robotic-like. And if they don't, they can call me. I'll help them out. Story <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man. Hey. Y'all crazy. Hey, with that being said, Send bro, that invoice. Um, that that this was a super dope conversation. We got to continue this for later, man. Yeah. We got to get the human antithesis on the phone, Brian Taylor, to to <laughs> be know. a part of this. Yeah, he got to be a part of that one. But hey, man, um, that's Black Man Thing podcast. I'm trying to think of a black thought. The first thing came to my head was like, "Hey, Daddy, do we uh do we got to go to church this morning?" <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I really like, like, honestly, we we laughing and we joking and saying that, but like, if you're listening to this right now, like, honestly, that's the icebreaker to have a conversation with your father. Like, oh, so on Saturday, ask your dad, like, hey, daddy, do we have to go to church in the morning? That's risky. It's risky. It's, Somebody, it's very risky. But oh. I, what, what I'm saying, <laughs> ask that question, and, and even if it sparks a laugh or, or anything, like, the main thing is sparking the conversation because ultimately. We all need to have more conversations with our father while they're still here. Yeah. And um, even if your father's not here, like like Chris, his father passed away um, some time ago. He still has a father-in-law who he can have those conversations with um, as well. So, like, whatever the father figure is in your life, make sure you have those conversations and get that wisdom for somebody that don't live way more life than you. Uh, and, you know, just, just try to keep it going, bro, because... You want to drop one more thing on you? What? Go ahead. For everybody else out there, you know, who kind of got locked into the church conversation, I just want to say, be the church you want to be a part of. Mm, that's real. That's real. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's real. Hey, man. Hey, that's Black Man Think Podcast, bro. Mic drop. Black Man Think. Make sure y'all subscribe, rate, review uh, the podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Sit down and listen to this with your homeboys, your old lady, your old man, uh, your mama and your daddy. And then if your auntie want to come over, tell her to bring some greens if she can cook good. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. Yeah, we gotta finish this Kanye conversation again. We're gonna come back to that. We'll come back to it. Yeah, we'll yeah, come back to know. it another time, man. We'll yeah. see y'all. We'll see y'all next yeah. week though. Yeah. Black Men Think Podcast.